I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, the Democrats have released the details of a short-term spending bill, a continuing resolution ahead of a looming government shutdown once again. Uh, If you're keeping score at home, we are exactly 82 hours, 36 minutes, and 43 seconds away from a government shutdown. Uh, I don't think the government is going to shut down. I think a continuing resolution uh, will be passed. But to help us break down what is in, what has been released today, what is going to be tough to get through, really pleased to have joining us once again on the program, Faith Abube, ABC News correspondent based out of Washington, D.C. And Faith, as uh, you look at the the legislation, the the language is now coming out. We're starting to see some of the details. Uh, What is it that jumps out to you and what should we be watching over the next 82 hours and 36 minutes? Well, I think the biggest um, point of contention right now, which is basically blocking the bill at this point, and we'll know more within the next few hours when there's a test vote taken in the Senate, is this bill that's attached to the short-term funding bill. This is an energy uh, permit reform policy from Senator Joe Manchin that has been attached to the actual uh, short-term funding bill that, you know, both Republicans and some progressive Democrats have been pushing back against. Uh, But it it was part of a deal that Senator Joe Manchin made with um, the Senate Majority Majority Leader um, Chuck Schumer uh, back in the summer when they were talking about the Democrats were trying to pass the Inflation Reduction Act. He made a deal with him that if Manchin were to vote for that one, that they would bring this up for a vote as well. Uh, as part of this package. and But this is what's causing the issue right now. And there's sort of a stalemate at this point. And so this afternoon, there's supposed to be a, a test vote in the Senate to determine whether they actually have the votes um, for the short-term funding bill with this attached, or whether uh, Schumer would need to actually strip it out of it so that they can actually get this passed before that midnight deadline on Friday. Yeah, I think it's going to be so interesting to see this test vote. And it is scheduled for uh, 5.30 p.m. Eastern, 3.30 here in Utah. Uh, they usually run a little late on those votes, but uh, we'll, we'll watch that really closely because it's it's one of those sort of wraparound votes. I, I think you have uh, many Republicans who, of course, have been talking about permitting reform for a, a very long time. Uh, and you have some on the Uh, far left of the Democratic Party who have become frustrated in the permitting process with a lot of green energy projects that are being delayed for years uh, with lots of uh, dollars and cents being after it. Uh, Is this one of those where uh, maybe everyone's just mad that that Joe Manchin got a deal himself and they didn't get one? Uh, How do you expect uh, this to, to play out? 
I mean, I mean, there are a lot of discussions about that. The current energy bill that he has attached to this um, short-term funding bill uh, would reduce the permitting process from five to ten years, actually cut it down to two and a half years. And um, on the Republican side, on a, on a regular day in Washington, this is something Republicans would support, right. you know, uh, because it allows them to push through these big fossil fuel projects as well. Uh, and also some progressive Democrats have come out to say that, you know, actually, if you do cut down the permitting process, we could actually get some renewable energy yeah. projects through as well. And so there's this back and forth that's going on. But Manchin is in the middle of this. And Republicans feel slighted that they thought the Inflation Reduction Act was something that he wasn't going to vote for. And then he sort of blindsided them last minute when he decided to support it and push this through, giving the Democrats a win. So there are certainly some Republicans who feel like they don't want to give him a win here uh, on this. Um, But they also have said that they don't think his bill actually goes far enough. There is another version of this bill that goes a little further than his uh, that they're willing to support. But as of this uh, at this point, I, I think Manson, you know, has been on the phone calling both sides trying to rally some support for his bill so that it's not stripped out, because at the end of the day, uh, both sides seem to want to avert a shutdown. And so they would be willing to vote for a clean version of the short-term funding bill. Yeah, and that that will be the interesting thing to watch. I think everyone uh, is very anxious to get back to their home states uh, and districts uh, to to campaign and uh, march with just six weeks to go. Uh, until the November 8th election. I don't think anyone wants to hang around and and worry about a a shutdown showdown uh, there in Washington, D.C. Let's talk for just a a second, Faith, before I let you go. In terms of some of the other components, uh, this is an area we we often get frustrated with. Congress has a a simple job. Uh, They're supposed to get it done by the 30th of September every year. I think it's only been done three times out of the last 46 years. Uh, So this continuing resolution in, in one sense, it keeps spending on autopilot uh, in terms of programs. Uh, on the other, it actually prevents some new programs or some better programs uh, from being implemented. Well, in, in addition to that, you know, the Biden administration had asked for $22 billion for COVID um, to try to fight the pandemic. Um, but in the wake of, you know, President Biden saying that, on 60 Minutes that, you know, the pandemic is essentially over, even though it's more nuanced than that. You know, it's been hard for the Democrats to actually try to get some funding for that. So that $22 billion for COVID is not included in this package. Uh, There was $4 billion that the Biden administration also wanted to fight uh, monkeypox. Uh, They asked for that. They didn't get that in this as well. And so they're sort of trying to keep this um, where it is now. They want to keep things where it is now until they can figure out um, that full funding for the federal government later on. Uh, As for when that later on will happen, it's anyone's guess because they have a dozen appropriation bills that, you know, have to be renewed annually that they need to work on that. At this point, they haven't worked on any of them, and or at least they haven't renewed any of them. So it's hard for them to actually pass a full funding bill for the 2023 fiscal year, um, which begins October 1st, without you know having the stopgap measure that allows them to have some more time to figure this out. Yeah, Faith Abube, ABC News correspondent in Washington, D.C. Thanks for breaking all of that down for us, Faith. We always appreciate your perspective on this, and we're going to continue to watch it. Uh, we are at 82 hours, 30 minutes. Uh, until that <laughs> deadline hits, and uh, it will be fascinating to see how they play that out. And my prediction is that this will magically land after 
the election and before the Christmas break. So we'll get to have this conversation yeah. all over again. Faye, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thank you, boy. All right, we'll step aside for bottom of the hour news. Uh, much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stick with us. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.